eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Uh, you are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe Shassi coming at you every week with the best Giants content out there. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast and share it with everybody who you've ever met in your entire life. All right, so want to uh, take a look behind the plate right now because the catching position this weekend suddenly became very problematic for this team. And that was on Friday. Roberto Perez tried to catch a runner stealing second base. The throw wasn't there. It seemed like a totally normal throw. Then next thing I know, I look down and Perez is walking off the field with an injury. We don't know what's going on. We assume it's a shoulder injury. Then yesterday, the news breaks. Shoulder strain, 60-day IL, no Roberto Perez for at least two-plus months. And with the Joey Bart injury, now you're looking at Blake Sable and a prayer from Gary Sanchez <laughs> for, for this team behind the plate. And Shasky, I did not have Giants catching position becoming this dire on my bingo sheet one week. Into I did. I mean, I did. When you yeah. told me heading into the season that Blake Sable, who barely played any catcher, is in the mix for starting opening job. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like this is a problem. This has been a problem. I mean, you're replacing a legend in Buster Posey. And so no one's going to be able to accurately replace that guy. But can can one of them step up and be an everyday guy? Doesn't feel likely. I feel like they're going to platoon catcher at least throughout the remainder of this year. Now, Joey Bart did go two for three in his first appearance for the River Cats. That was encouraging, but he's hit in the minors before. Can he hit yeah. at the majors? Can he defend at the majors? 
I don't know. Blake Sable seems like the bat's waking up, which is good, but I don't think he really has a position. I think he's got a lot of jock in him in that he's probably more DH than he is, you know, balanced hitter fielder. Like he made a clunky play out in left field. It was a nice play, but it was very clunky. He's kind of slow. I don't think he's a, a natural catcher. Like, I don't think they have an answer on the roster, and that's why you're praying to God if you're a Giants fan. Joey Bart, please, like, show some semblance of being a big leaguer. Yeah, and I think when I looked at the signing of Roberto Perez, obviously he's a two-time gold glover, doesn't have a whole lot of history with the bat. That look, it was obvious, that was a defensive first signing. The goal was to bring him in because you knew you're getting better defense behind the plate. He was much better at throwing runners out than the other catches the Giants had on the roster. So with Perez... The big thing you're losing is that defensive presence and that ability to call a game. You saw Logan Webb say it after opening day. He really liked throwing to Roberto Perez. He felt very comfortable throwing to him. This is a guy who his absence, it's it's going to be felt for this team, both defensively and just in terms of you know how pitchers are able to work with the other catchers on this team. That's going to be a big struggle. I don't know, like Joey Bart. He's kind of had some struggles working with pitchers, uh, you know, throughout his short career. And Blake Sable, again, like you said, I don't think he is a a traditional catcher. He's not a normal catcher. It's going to be some learning on the fly for him. There's going to be some some struggles here. And we've seen that ever since Buster Posey left, or even go back to 2020 when Buster Posey wasn't on the roster, the difference of no Buster versus Buster is huge, all the way down to just small things from throwing runners out, or the big things like throwing runners out, to small things such as sticking the glove out too far and causing a catcher's interference. I mean, and then think about little things like, you know, allowing that. I thought it was a wild pitch, but I've heard a lot of people say, hey, the, the pitch by Duval to kind of lose the game on Saturday, you know, maybe a more elite catcher makes a better play on that one. I still mm-hmm. think it was a very bad pitch by Camilo Duval. And then, you know, just the pitch sequencing by Ross Stripling. Why, why is Ross Stripling even in there? But like all of that factors in, like if you have some consistency behind the plate, do some of these situational pitching gaffes, do they look a little different? I don't know. I think it's all fair to question. Yeah. I mean, one thing I do think that you probably don't have to worry about as much, at least right now, is when it comes to stolen bases. Uh, I was chatting with John Shea during Friday's game, and we were kind of talking about stolen bases, just kind of how teams will handle that. And his thought was, and I kind of agree with it, I kind of wonder how many teams early on are just going to say, screw it, run on us. It's just with the bases being bigger, the rules on pickoffs changing. I mean, you've seen sometimes where a guy uses his two pickoff throws. I saw this on opening day with the uh, the Braves and the Nationals. Uh, what was I think it was Ozzy Albies gets on base, gets two quick pickoff throws, and then that third lead he took, was, it, was, it was massive. It was yeah. just everybody knew you can't throw over it. You're going to run. I'm kind of curious, you know, how many teams are just going to be like, you know what, just run on us. We'll, well figure it out. We'll deal with it. So when you're the Giants and you're worrying about base runners going, well, maybe you don't worry about it right now, mainly because the rest of the league is just kind of taking that same approach. Well, let's take it another, another step. Even if you are going to cover up the middle on a stolen base to second base, it's not like your second baseman and shortstop have tremendous range. Like it's not like Estrada is this gold glover, like Roberto Alomar jr. Where he can get back in position and make a play left or right diving. Like Estrada is, I'd say average to a below average defensively at second base. And that might even be kind. And then yeah. Crawford, like love craw crawl looks slow. I'm just telling you, like seeing the pressure that the Royals put on the base pass changed their defense. And I also thought it got into Cobb's head a little. Yeah, and that's gonna be it's gonna be even more difficult now with with Roberto Perez out because yeah. he's been there for such a short time. But and Alex Cobb was saying after like he means a lot to this team already. 
this guy who's fresh on the team and has such great importance to this team, which, I mean, that's awesome that Perez has really kind of ingratiated himself in so quickly. But I also think that's kind of an indictment on the rest of the catchers on this team. Blake yeah. Sable is who he is. Gary Sanchez, he's an offensive first catcher, assuming the offense is still there. But he was never really known for his defensive abilities. And then you got uh, Joey Bart, who it really feels like we're we're counting down the days until Joey Bart is DFA'd from this roster. It, the front office just does not at all seem enamored with him in any way, shape, or form. I got a feeling we're going to see Patrick Bailey before we see Joey Bart play a full month as your starting catcher. That might be, yeah, that that's probably a good way to look at it too. Because at this point, you, you kind of have almost kind of free range. Just try anything at this point. You're it's not good. Really at, yeah. And I mean, we've seen the giants really get lost in the wilderness at certain positions, trying to replace guys 17 years with a different left fielder uh, on opening day. It's been two years now since Buster Posey's left, and it's been two different catchers on opening day. Or sorry, yeah, one year now. We're in year two. Sam, Sam, since the end of spring training, they've had three different catchers catch a game. Like, think about that. Like, forget, forget, forget how many years. Like, just think of who's who's caught it. And then you got Austin Wins in there today. That's four actually: Sable, Perez, Bart, who caught a couple at the end of spring training, and now Gary Sant. Five five catchers are going to be suiting up for the Giants once you get a month in there. Yeah, it, we're not even through the first month of the season. It, <laughs> it's, it's, the Giants have a serious issue at the catching position now. Factual. And again, I'm not saying replace Buster Posey, but you've got to find someone who can get in there and consistently uh, catch behind the dish on a consistent basis. This rotating you know, carousel of catchers, it's it's not going to be able to last for very long. The guy I wish who could play catcher, God, I wish J.D. Davis could catch because, man, that guy, I'd love to get his bat in the lineup every day. Some way, somehow, and they're gonna have to figure. Yeah, I know he can't. I'm just saying, ways to get him in, but yeah, it's gonna be okay. Picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.